0: but it doesn't matter what condition you're in. It doesn't matter what circumstance or life event that is just tearing you up inside or even if you're physically sick. It's not too big for Jesus. And if you cry out to him in desperation, Lord Jesus, I need you. God, I can't make it without you. Lord, you are the healer and I can't heal my own stuff. And I'm desperate enough that I'm seeking you, that I'm crying out to you, Father. Jesus has no other option but to respond. Wild. <laughs> I threw that one in there. Wednesday, everyone. You are tuned into another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Every single week on Create with Kendra, we acknowledge a Black creative, entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing what they do absolutely best. <clears throat> And this week, we are going to put our spotlight on Mr. Alwayne Spencer. Alwayne is a Los Angeles-based indie recording artist. His musical influences are Kimberell, Brandy, John Legend, Miley Music, and Alicia Keys. Alwayne continues to transform and change lives through various messages within his music. One song that reflects his mission is his most recent recording, Jesus, You Are So Great, which was released this year, March of 2021. This recording contains messages of hope and solitude that continues to make an impact around the world. Download this song, y'all. Jesus, you are so great on all streaming platforms and let's support this brother, I promise you. I know Al Wayne and he is an excellent singer, songwriter, musician. Go ahead and get that song today where all music is streamed. Folks, if you are new to this show, I want to remind you that we are a community that likes to talk back to each other. So if that is you and you have comments or questions, prayer requests, or even topics of discussion that you would like to hear on this show, feel absolutely free to head on over to www.unassociated.com slash ask kindred. This is the place to where you can actually send in comments via audio or you can write them in and I am so happy and super excited to answer them and hey you never know one of your questions could actually be featured as an episode on this show so head on over to www.unassociated.com slash ask Kendra for more details and I look forward to hearing from you all very soon all right, since we have our shout outs and our announcements, we are just going to jump into this thing today. Y'all go ahead and grab your Bibles. Where my Bible is? Let me grab my Bible. Uh, go ahead and grab your Bibles and grab your, your iPads, your, your phones, whatever it is to where you can find the word of God. We are going to jump straight into it. Um, I normally read, and I'll say it, Um, on each episode when I go to the word, um, which version that I'm reading from. Um, The Bible that I have is the New Living Translation. So that's what I'm going to be reading from today. Um, We're going to go to Mark chapter five. All right. Mark is in the New Testament. Mark chapter five. And we're going to read verses 25 through 34. Today is going to be more of a scripture study. Um, We need to get into the word of God. This is um, what is going to help us survive in this world. This is what's going to give us... um, what we need as Christians, as believers. This is the meat. This is our food, our daily bread. This is why it's called the daily bread. Something that we should be partaking in every single day so we can be strong, amen? So that was enough time for everyone to go to Mark chapter five. We're gonna start at verse 25 and read through 34. Okay. Um Lord, I I pray and I ask you God to open up our ears and our eyes to understand what it is that you want us to gain from your word. God, I pray that you give us revelation and that your word edifies and glorifies our um what we want to do, oh God, in serving you through the word. God, I pray that even though this may be a familiar passage of scripture that it comes to life and that whoever is reading this and following along with it, oh God, is edified, is being fed, and that through, that through that feeding, God, that we can take it and turn it right back to you to bring you glory. God, have your way on this episode. Be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 All right, y'all, let's go on over to Mark chapter five and we're going to start. Actually, let me see. No, we're going to start. um, hmm. We'll start at verse 21. Let's let's back it up to 21. Okay, so I'm going to read and it, it begins. Since when Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the large lake, there was a large car- crowd gathering around him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue leaders by the name of Jairus came. And when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. He had plead earnestly with him. My little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. Verse 24 says, so Jesus went with him and a large crowd followed and pressed around him. Now at this time, there's a man that's coming up to Jesus and is begging him. My daughter is sick. My daughter is dying. I need you to come so you can heal her because I know you as a healer. So I need you to come and heal her. And so a crowd of people see Jesus walking, right? They see Jesus walking. And at this time, Jesus is doing these miracles and people are like, yo, I need to get a piece of him." right? So there's this large crowd that swarms Jesus and they're pressing against him. Imagine paparazzi, right? or like a huge fan base gathering around their favorite singer or celebrity. That is what it's looking like, right? Going down to verse 25, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. Now there is this woman, and this is going to be our central subject, there's this woman that has a bleeding issue and she's had it for 12 years. First 26 says, she had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all that she had. Yet, instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him and the crown and touched his cloak because she thought, If I can just touch his clothes, I'll be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped and she felt her body that was freed from her suffering. Verse 30 says, at once, Jesus realized that power had gone from him. He turned around to the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? Who touched my clothes? You see people crowding against you, his disciples answered. And yet you can ask who touched me? The disciples are like, Jesus, can you see all these people around you pushing up against you? And you asking who touched you? Everybody touched you. That's what his disciples were saying. Let's go down to verse 32. But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman knowing What had happened to her came and fell at his feet, trembling with fear, and told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, for your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. The word of the Lord is blessed. The hearers of the Lord is blessed. The people of the Lord are blessed. All right, y'all, let's let's break this down. <clears throat> let's break it down. Um, I want to go back up to um, verse 22. Um, and this is before we get to the woman. Um, this is before we get to the woman and, and her condition. And before we get into that part, today's subject, today's title, I want to say sermon, but <laughs> this is what it feels like. It's going to be a sermon. Today's sermon <laughs> is, how desperate are you i'm going to say it again how desperate <clears throat> are you all right y'all so let's get into it um verse 22 when it talks about there's this um synagogue leader his name is Jairus and Jairus has this huge emergency. His daughter is very sick and he needs a healer and he knows Jesus to be a healer. And so even Jairus fell to the feet of Jesus. Personally, I don't think I've ever failed to anyone's feet in desperation, but having done so, that action definitely lets us know that for desperate measures, we do desperate things right so we're going to go down to verse 25 in verse 25 we understand that Jesus at this time he's pretty you know he's hot around town he's the hot topic He's done all of these miraculous things and people want to get next to him. People want to get up on him. People want to be in close proximity just to see what they can get from him. Right. But there is one woman in particular. That is in this crowd. She's amongst these people, not even knowing what people other folks want, but says to herself, I have a condition and I need help desperately. This woman, according to verse 26, had suffered for 12 years with a bleeding condition. Now, um, I'm not going to get too much into what uh, the details about her bleeding condition. But as women, folks, we have a monthly menstrual cycle right and that is something that we have as women but this woman in particular had been bleeding her monthly cycle for 12 long years and I'm imagining she's been bleeding for 12 consecutive years usually that thing come in about a week or less it's gone but the bleeding for her was so severe, so chronic that it caused her suffering for 12 years. And she was under the care of doctors. She didn't went to all the doctors in town. The best of them gave, spent so much money in trying to get medicine and, and healing remedies and different things to stop this continuous bleeding because this is not normal. Her body is losing blood. And it's been happening for 12 years. And instead of getting better, after going to all these doctors, it gets worse. And I could not even imagine, like, just sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, oh, I know I'll be going through it (laughs) when, when it's my time. But I'm just like, oh my Lord, that is just, that amount of suffering is just indescribable. So this woman that has spent all her money, all her resources, trying to get better, but has gotten worse, gotten sicker and sicker. It's like, I don't know what else to do. But verse 27 says, when she heard about Jesus, I love that. (laughs) I really love that. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak my question to you is, what have you heard about Jesus? Did you hear that he was a healer? Did you hear hear that he was a provider, a deliverer, a way maker, a mind regulator? What did you hear about Jesus? Because I heard a lot of stuff about Jesus. And there are some things in my life I'm like, Lord. I didn't been to doctors. I didn't been to the counselor. I didn't looked up the the self help. I didn't did all this stuff. I didn't try to help myself and and trying to fix situations, but I can't. But I know God to be a healer. I know God to be a way maker in all of these things. My question to you is: What is out of your control that you know that Jesus can take care of? I'm going to let you sit with that for a minute. What is out of your control that you know that Jesus can take care of? And she's in this crowd amongst these people. And she's just like, you know, if I could just touch him, I don't need to pull him to the side and say, hey, Jesus, um, I'm really sick. I got this blood issue and you you know, I, I need you to heal me. Can you pray for me? Can you lay hands on me? Can you um, have a conversation with me? She was like, I don't even need to have a sidebar with Jesus. I just need to be able to touch him. Can I swipe him? Can I just put my hands on the savior, on the healer, on the deliverer? I just need to be able to touch him. My God today, it says, if I can touch his clothes, I will be healed. She didn't even want to set up an appointment with him. She said, if I can just touch you, I know that I'll be healed. And immediately, verse 29, her bleeding stopped. It stopped. And she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. So as soon as she touched him, and I don't even know if she like had a, I'm trying to see him and use my (laughs) headscarf as an example. Don't judge me. Um, I don't even know if she was able to hold on to him like with a firm grip. But the Bible says she just touched because she's amongst people. They pushing and they moving and she's ill and she's weak and she just touched. She just touched him and immediately her body was freed from suffering. How desperate are you? How desperate are you to say, God, there are some things I can't handle. There is something that I can't fix. How desperate are you to reach out and touch Jesus? What's 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 the holdup? From you just Touching Jesus. Is it pride? Is it that you don't want to see de- seem desperate? I'm not desperate for nobody. I'm gonna wait for Jesus to 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 come and heal me. He know what's going on with me. What's what's the hold up? Why are we no longer desperate for Jesus to interfere to intervene in our lives? Why when we are sick? We don't seek Jesus for healing. We're not on our knees in prayer for healing. Why is it when we are battling uh, relationally that we don't seek Jesus through prayer? That's a part of touching. Even though Jesus is not walking on the earth physically right now, there are so many different ways that we can touch him. Just to him. We won't have to grab his shoulders and shake him but just to him. And 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 I say that because sometimes we can be in our own way of deliverance. We can be in our own way. And my and, and the thing is like I think about when I was reading the scripture I was just like what if she never touched Jesus? What if she wasn't desperate enough to get into a a crazy crowd of rambunctious people in her condition and did not touch Jesus, would she still be bleeding? Would she have died? What if she held on to fear or to pride to stop her from receiving her healing? But I'm glad that she did. That was such a courageous thing that now we can go back into this, to the word of God, this historical event and see that, you know what? Fear, pride, whatever it is, that is no excuse for us not to reach just a little further to touch Jesus. Because anytime you touch Jesus, he has to respond. He has to. Because according to the word of God in Mark chapter five, verse 29 says, immediately her bleeding stopped. As soon as she touched him, it stopped. God is good. (laughs) I'm just so full even off of that. Amen I'm just so full even off of that. She didn't she didn't have to do too much in order to receive her healing but it was her faith that healed her. And I could just even imagine like after Jesus felt the healing virtue, that's just, that's just so bomb. Like when you feel healing virtue come out of your body into somebody else, <laughs> like that's, that's cool. <laughs> when Jesus felt that healing virtue leave him, <clears throat> that's what the scripture says, he turned around and was like, who touched me? Something just happened. Okay, I know folks is pushing up against me and I feel that, but amongst this crowd, somebody just received healing, who touched me? And I don't know this woman, <laughs> but I could imagine she's like, oh shoot. I was just trying to get some healing and I I, I didn't cost a, a, a little, you know, a scene. Jesus is asking who touched me. And according to verse 33, the woman just was like, Lord, it was me. Told him everything and why she did it. And Jesus said, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Her faith healed her. Your faith can heal you. It does not matter. And I'm not saying it doesn't matter in the fact that it's it's not important, but it doesn't matter what condition you're in. It doesn't matter what circumstance or life event that is just tearing you up inside or even if you're physically sick, it's not too big for Jesus. And if you cry out to him in desperation, Lord Jesus, I need you. God, I can't make it without you. Lord, you are the healer and I can't heal my own stuff. And I'm desperate enough that I'm seeking you, that I'm crying out to you, Father. Jesus has no other option but to respond. So how desperate are you for your healing? How desperate are you for your deliverance? There are some things, and I will be the first to say that there are so many things that I've tried to do on my own, try to keep hush hush. And I'm just like, yo, Lord, I can't do this. <laughs> to where God had to really break me down and say, Kendra, this isn't for you to handle. But we cannot allow our pride and we can't be so dignified that we can't come to Jesus desperate. He already knows the ins and outs of us. <laughs> we can't put on a front in front of Jesus because he, he knows us better than we know ourselves. So my encouragement to you is just to reach out for this week. Reach out. Have a conversation with yourself and see what you've been trying to handle. What have you been suffering with for two years, a year, 12 years? Goodness. And even, thank you, Holy Ghost. Even if it's not you that's having the suffering, you have a family member. Let's go back up to verses 21 through 23. Jairus was pleading and fell to the feet of Jesus in desperation on the behalf of his daughter. On the behalf of his daughter. His daughter wasn't even there because she couldn't be. But how beautiful would it be for us to be desperate and to intercede on the behalf of other people? What a word. All right, y'all. That is the word on the street for this week. Um, before we end this episode, I want to pray. So with all hearts and minds clear, father, thank you so much for your goodness, for your kindness, your mercy, your thoughtfulness to want us to be healed and free from suffering. God, I'm praying right now that you give a little, just a little bit more encouragement and courage to those that are fearful of being desperate like this woman. Gotta be seen that her desperate measure caused for desperate actions, and even in that moment, she was healed. God, I pray this blessing over whoever that needs it, or someone that is interceding on the behalf of somebody else. God, I pray that you be that miracle worker, that healer, that provider, that deliverer. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. That is the word for the week. Okay. <laughs> So, y'all go ahead and be blessed. Have a fantastic rest of your Wednesday. Let it spill over to your Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and do it all over again. I love you so much, and there's nothing you can do about it. Be blessed.